Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Welcome to Save Your Sanity, help for handling hijackles, those difficult, toxic, and often disturbing people in your life. I'm Dr. Roberta Shaler, the Relationship Help Doctor, and I'm here for you. You'll get the insight, skills, strategies, and support to stop tolerating verbal and emotional abuse, whether it's happening now or it happened to you in the past, maybe by a parent, partner, ex, relative, or even a coworker. Time to take life back, to recover and to rediscover you, your values, dreams, desires, and realize them in healthy ways in healthy relationships. I'm so glad you're here. Hello, I'm glad you joined me. If this is your first time, welcome, welcome, welcome. If you're joining me again, I'm so glad you found value and you've brought a friend or two. Thanks for doing that. Many times when you're with a hijackal, you feel isolated, you feel marginalized, you feel like nobody understands you. So that's why I do this, so that you can recognize that, yes, you're not alone. This happens. This is a real thing. It really is going on. There are these people that I call hijackals in the world. The relentlessly difficult people who cause you to question your own sanity and second guess yourself. And one of the ways they do that is what I'm going to talk about today. And if you want to learn more about this, of course, you can go to forrelationshiphelp.com, F-O-R, relationship, H-E-L-P.com. And that's also the name of my YouTube channel. So youtube.com slash forrelationshiphelp. Because today we're going to talk about something I've talked about from various viewpoints before, but never from this one. Today I'm going to give you seven ways to keep their passive aggression from driving you nuts. Because many times we talk about being able to identify passive aggressive behavior, to know what's going on, to know if you're being passive aggressive. And if those things are things that you want more information about, definitely go and look for those um, episodes. But today we're going to talk about what to do when it's coming at you and it is crazy making. You know, I've written a book called Stop That's Crazy Making, How to Quit Playing the Passive Aggressive Game. You can get that on Amazon. Stop That's Crazy Making or just on Amazon, just put my name, Roberta Shaler, in the search bar and all my books will come up. So passive aggression is sneaky and it makes you stop and say, did that happen? Really? Maybe I'm wrong. And that's what they're counting on. They're counting on you second guessing yourself. So... You need to learn how to sidestep toxic behavior and save your sanity. And if someone's passive aggressive behavior is driving you crazy, you feel the energetic hit of that toxic behavior. And then, as I said, you question yourself. The receiving end of passive aggressive behavior, it leaves you with that yucky feeling of having been sucker punched. But because it's subtle, It's hard to know what's actually happening, right? It's like a nightmare where you try to run away, but all you can find are cul-de-sacs with no escape. (laughs) Passive-aggressive relationships are crazy-making. They're also infuriating. And navigating them often requires help from an expert to effectively sort it out. I know many people that have come to me all over the world because I work through video conferencing. They say, 
oh, is that what it is? It's been driving me crazy. I needed a name for it. I need a way to identify it. I need a way to respond to it. And yes, you do. Because passive aggressive behavior is covert. It's even stealthy. It's sneaky and it causes you to question everything you do because you know that everything is going to end up being your fault anyway, right? So passive aggressive people drive otherwise rational folks right around the bend because people who exhibit the behavior of passive aggressive completely lack insight into their own actions. And they really believe it's they that are wronged or misunderstood. And they object strenuously to your efforts to share your point of view. And they think yours or anyone's expectations of them are entirely unreasonable. So how do you recognize passive aggressive people and their behaviors? Well, there's in-depth stuff in many of the other episodes, but I'll just give you a quick list. Passive-aggressive people are often negative. They complain frequently about being underappreciated, misunderstood. Got somebody in mind already? Uh, Passive-aggressive people are absolutely sure and they will assert and insist that nothing is their fault. They also insist and are happy to blame you for everything because, of course, it is your fault. And you can see by that that passive-aggressive people have the behaviors of some hijackals, but not all passive-aggressive people are hijackals. But definitely all hijackals are passive-aggressive people. So they also argue readily and they have a need to be right, just like other hijackals. And when things don't go their way... They're often sullen and withdrawn. That's a passive-aggressive trait because they are masters of the cold shoulder and the silent treatment. So you can see there from other episodes that that's a similarity that they have with hijackals. And let me say once again, all passive-aggressive people are not hijackals. They could just be passive-aggressive. But what else do they do? They criticize situations or events or ideas or even a person at the drop of a hat. And why? Because it offsets their fear that they are inadequate. And that happens a lot. They have little regard for authority. They may not confront it straight up, but they'll complain and whine and moan about it to everybody who will listen. They won't do anything about it because why? They're passive aggressive, but they will have a lot to say about it in the background and they will do their fair share of um, dragging people down by talking to other people about them. They they're sure that their unique perception of the world is ain't it awful he or she done me wrong and that they live alone in that world of misfortune they're very very hard done by and that's their perception everybody is putting them down or out to get them and that makes the world wrong and everybody in it wrong and so they're often complaining about that And one other thing about passive-aggressive people, they run hot and cold between open hostility and seeming to be sorry. Um, And their open hostility is never about the issue. They will be hostile about you, 
but they won't confront the issue because passive-aggressive people do not like direct conflict. They do not like to confront. They do not even like to speak up. That's what makes the passive part, and their aggression is hidden. That's what makes it passive aggression. So their traits and patterns, they're annoying enough all on their own, with or without the actual diagnosis of passive aggression. But what is really going on with these people is that they passively resist any expectation or request or demand to show up, to take responsibility, to be accountable for what they say and do, or more frequently, what they don't do. And boy, does that have a negative effect on relationships, right? I mean, you can't count on them. Because to your face, they'll say yes to your request, knowing full well in their hearts they're not going to do it. But they're so conflict adverse that they don't want to say no to you and have the conflict in that moment. So they hope they're going to get away with it on the back end. So their traits and patterns you might recognize as passive aggression. And you might recognize another person's passive-aggressive behavior by the feeling of insecurity it creates in you and by the person's seemingly intentional inefficiency. Isn't that the part that really annoys you? That they seem to be intentionally inefficient. I know it's really puzzling. Why would somebody do that? But if you're afraid to show up and you're afraid to be assertive, then you will maybe become passive aggressive. They're late, they're forgetful or punishing. And these are all covert ways of trying to assert control over you or over the situation. And covert, meaning they're not going to meet it head on. They're not going to speak up. They're going to just try and get underneath it in a stealthy way and sabotage it in some way, but they don't want to take responsibility for it, and they don't want to be the problem. Oh, it's very, very, very convoluted. So passive-aggressive people, they're fearful of competition. They're also fearful of being dependent, and of course, they're even fearful of intimacy. So you might recognize that. It's kind of that push-me-pull-me thing you know, what I say about hijackles is they they shove you away and demand that you stay. It's a very push-me-pull-me thing, and it happens with passive-aggressive people too. And if you're having that feeling like, I don't know if they want me or they don't want me at all, if they love me or they hate me, if I should stay, if I shouldn't stay, and that's exactly where they want you. They want you in that question. They want you in that place where you are uncertain and they feel they have a little power over the situation. And so another way of expressing that is the very mixed message of come close, but stay away. You just don't know what to do, do you? And that's why passive aggressive people treat you in ways that drive you nuts or could drive you nuts. So a passive aggressive person can make chaos out of nothing, out of thin air. And you know what? They're actually secretly delighted in their ability to do it. It feels like control and power to them. And that's what they want. Now, they're not direct hijackals. They're not overt hijackals. They don't have narcissistic tendencies that would put them in that category. 
but they like to have power and control too. So they do these things that create chaos, create a question in you, make you second guess yourself, question your sanity. You know, did I really say that? Did I really hear them correctly? You know, did I make a mistake? That's what they want you to feel. And so because they cannot approach these situations or feelings or relationships or communication directly, they do so indirectly. And this causes the chaos. This is why it's passive aggression. They don't confront anything. They are not direct. They go around the back end. They try to do things covertly and, and uh, subversively. And they hope you won't notice. But secretly, they're, they're hoping that that will annoy you and they will get some power over you and it will cause chaos and uncertainty in you. And yes, of course, they do it at work as well as at home. They make endless, seemingly rational, that's the really crazy making part, seemingly rational excuses for why they cannot or did not do the things that were expected of them. Is that sounding familiar at all? You know, you you think you're being totally rational, expecting something of them, and then they give you some reason that causes you to question yourself rather than the other way around. And they're also experts at procrastination. Ugh, doesn't that drive you crazy? They They actively play nicely with others with difficulty. They really do have difficulty playing nicely with others. They tend to drag their feet in any work or team project, just the way they drag their feet at home. And from suddenly not feeling well, or claiming to not feel included, oh, boo-hoo, saying that they maybe were not given certain information, or they weren't invited to the meeting, or professing that they really didn't know what was expected of them. So that's how they come across these passive-aggressive people as having a reason, which is really what you should read as an excuse. They have this reason or excuse for everything. And they believe these reasons will actively work to disparage anyone who will not accept their reasons. So they give you the reasons they think they're going to pull the wool over your eyes. And if you don't let that happen, if you speak up, then they actively get in your face about it. What do you mean you don't believe me? Who do you think you are? That's unfair. Nobody ever believes me. This is this is unsafe. You're not good to be around. And all of a sudden, everything becomes your fault. Have you noticed that? That's the really frustrating part about it all. You try to have a rational conversation in the face of irrationality. And you'll drive yourself nuts trying to do that, let alone having the passive aggressive person drive you nuts. And they love, love, love to play the victim. Passive aggressive people will go to great lengths to avoid recognizing their own weaknesses They'll blame everybody for their own failures. And this is a hallmark of a passive-aggressive personality. Now, for those of you who are in relationship with a hijackal, whether that's your partner, your parent, your ex, a friend, a co-worker, a boss, 
you will recognize that these are underlying things that are in hijackals too. That's why I say not all passive-aggressive people are hijackals, but all hijackals are passive-aggressive and know exactly how to do that. So how do you deal with this passive-aggressive behavior? You probably tried to confront it. And when you confront passive-aggressive behavior in another person, it's often crazy-making too because their behavior is based in deep, old anger and resentment. And you touch that and you set it off and all of a sudden it's you that they're angry at and that they resent. And unfortunately, the passive-aggressive person is often completely unaware of what they're doing. And when they're confronted, of course then they refuse to acknowledge either the behavior or its impact or that they did it intentionally. Well, they didn't actually do it intentionally because they don't understand the pattern, right? But you can see the pattern. I can see the pattern. When people come to see me and, and you know, on video conferencing from wherever they are in the world, and they tell me their story and I say, oh, that's passive aggressive. And they go, really? You know, as soon as you can see it, you can start to begin to see the interaction patterns. And then and only then can you start responding differently. And that's what we want to do. And so that's what I want to talk about for the rest of this episode is how do you deal with this passive aggressive behavior? I'm going to give you a few different tips than I have in other episodes, but be sure to just go to relationshiphelpnetwork.com where you can find all of my my. Um, podcasts and just do a search on the term passive aggression or passive aggressive and you'll find all the other episodes that talk about this because you'll want to get as much information as possible if this is resonating with you because you may have more than one person in your life who's behaving this way and now that you know exactly what it is you want to have these tips for managing yourself when you're in the face of passive aggressive behavior So as I said earlier, confronting it can be crazy making too. And this deep resentment and anger that they have that's been in them for as long as they've been conscious usually um, keeps them unaware. And then they get doubly upset when you confront the behavior. And that person might even get quite upset that you would even think that they were a problem or that you had the gall to suggest that they might be. Remember, they're trying to stay under the radar. And when you shine light on it, they're not happy campers at all. So let's talk about a few tips for managing yourself in the face of passive aggressive behaviors. And if you're really into this and you want to learn more, go to my website forrelationshiphelp.com and look at the free checklist. There's one there called the Passive Aggressive Checklist. And it's an in-depth thing that will help you identify exactly what's going on in your relationship. So forrelationshiphelp.com, then look at free checklists, take the passive aggressive one. So what do you do? How do you manage yourself in the face of passive aggressive behavior? Well, first thing is don't try to win. (laughs) it's not going to work. Don't try to be adamantly right. Don't try to apply a lot of logic and reason because neither of those things are what this is all about. A passive aggressive person 
is in their own thought process thinking that they are winning, that they are pulling the wool over their eyes of the others, they do not um, respond well when you out them and they do not respond well when you try to one-up them and say, no, this is what you're doing and this is why I think you're doing it. So don't try to win or apply reason. You have to talk about yourself. You know, and I, I gave you a really great formula for this. So important in every relationship. It's in my book, Kaizen for Couples, and it's called The Personal Weather Report. I've also done an episode on that, so you can look that up. Um, again, the book is called Kaizen for Couples. It's a Japanese word, K-A-I-Z-E-N for couples. So when you know the technique in there, the personal weather report, you will have a better idea of how to talk to anybody difficult about anything and how to talk to your partner about anything in ways that will increase your emotional intimacy. So those are good things. So the number one tip for managing yourself in the face of passive aggression is not to try to win or apply reason because it won't work. Now, the second one is don't join in the hostilities because that simply keeps the fire burning, right? You're, you're annoyed, you're upset, you feel um, that somebody is trying to dupe you, and they are, um, but there's no point joining in the hostility. You just flame the fire, as I said, but it's what the passive-aggressive person wants because they've goaded you into being upset. And so therefore, they've had an effect on you, and that makes them feel powerful. So don't join in the hostility. Don't get in an argument about it. Use the personal weather report. Find it in Kaizen for Couples. Use it. Learn to use it. It takes a while to learn to use it, but there's a whole chapter in there to help you. Now, the third thing that you can do to manage yourself is know your own boundaries and be willing to express and maintain them. That's hard for a lot of people. Some people don't even believe that they deserve to have boundaries. And a passive-aggressive person loves a person who doesn't know they have boundaries or should have boundaries or, or even has clarity around their boundaries because they can then behave in any way they want. So for you to not have this crazy-making behavior affecting you, you have to know your own boundaries and express and maintain them clearly no matter what resistance you experience from the passive-aggressive person. No, this is how it is. You don't have to be angry about it. Remember, don't join in the hostility. Just be able to say, no, this is how it is. You know, this is what I prefer. This doesn't work for me. Can we make an agreement to do it this way? And then if the person says no, then you know what you have to take a step that has a consequence. I've, I've also had episodes on boundaries, so look those up as well. And the fourth way to manage yourself is examine what actually might be your fault and own it. And the passive-aggressive person loves it when you do that, so you're not catering to them, but you are telling them that you have a part in it, and if that's true, own up to it. And don't take on what is not your fault. Do not do that. I'm not suggesting that. I'm just saying examine what might be your fault or what your part in a misunderstanding or lack of direction or clarity might be. Give voice to that and don't own anything that isn't your fault and reject it and say so. No, that is not something that I did. And the fifth tip is don't engage in blame 
When you get into the blame game, then this only exacerbates arguments. You know, that's why I wrote the book, Stop That's Crazy Making, How to Quit Playing the Passive Aggressive Game. Because you have to have strategies to get out of this. So if all this is sounding incredibly and horribly familiar to you, you might want to read that book. Stop. That's crazy making. Okay. Um, You need tools. You need insights. You need to read it a few times to really get what's going on. And then you will be much more effective and you will feel better. Your self-confidence will rise. So don't engage in blame. That only makes things worse. Use the personal weather report to talk about yourself. And the sixth idea is remember that passive-aggressive behavior coming toward you is not about you, okay? It's about the person who's serving up the behavior. So know that, okay, I don't own this. This is not mine. This is something I need to be attentive to and curious about this person's behavior. Why are they doing that? What's going on? What did they want? And if you can remember that that behavior coming toward you is not about you, that'll help you reduce your negative reaction that might be the one that is the first to come to the surface. If you can say, and I call it putting on your Teflon shield. When somebody behaves in a passive-aggressive way and you know that they're passive-aggressive, you have to put on your Teflon shield and just let what, what they're saying just slide off because it has nothing to do with you. You respond from who you are, not from who they are. Big important thing. And the last tip I have for you today is get some help. If this is an important relationship to you, then it's bigger than both of you and you can't see it or solve it when you're in it. You really need to get some help. And I'm happy to help if that is what you want. You can always go to fourrelationshiphelp.com. And uh, if you do slash join, you get my initial one-hour consultation for only $97. But you can see from what I've said today that this is kind of intricate stuff. This is kind of convoluted and underground stuff. And that's the whole idea of passive aggression, that it is under the radar, that it is stealthy, that it is covert. And um, you want to be able to manage it well. You want to be able to manage it coming at you. If it happens to be coming from you, you want to listen to the other episode on am I passive aggressive? (laughs) But when it's coming at you, you want to be aware. You want to be alert to it. You want to be wise to it. You don't want to be reactive to it. So these tips should help you. And if you have other questions and all, come on over and join in my Optimized Circles, my membership program. There I have completely off social media made a safe place for you to engage in discussions. It's a very reasonable price. So go to fourrelationshiphelp.com slash circles and join in. That way we can talk. That way you can get your questions answered. And at certain levels, that way you can join in my Ask Me Anything group calls too. And uh, that's, that's a good way to get your feet wet in looking at how do you want to change in the way you respond to difficult people and how do you want to make your life the best it possibly can be. So I hope this has been helpful. I hope these seven ways to keep passive aggression from driving you nuts actually does that. <laughs> and the only way it will do that, of course, is if you put it in place. So I hope you will. I hope that this has been 
something that opened your eyes to say, oh, I can do something about this. Oh, I can respond in a new way and see what that new effect is. I'm Dr. Roberta Shaler. I'm thrilled that you were with me. I hope you'll be tuning into every episode and bring your friends. People need this information. Everybody knows a hijackal. You need to be in good shape to know what to do, what to say, and what to forget about. Take good care. Talk soon. I'm so glad you spent this time with me today. I hope you heard something that touched your heart and empowered you to move forward. You can have the life and relationships that you most want, and that begins with you within you today. I'm always here for you. Life can get better, and you heard that from me, the Relationship Help Doctor. I'm Roberta Shaler, and I work with clients throughout the world through video conferencing. We can talk. So learn more at forrelationshiphelp.com, F-O-R Relationship, H-E-L-P.com, or visit me on YouTube at 4 Relationship Help. Join me for next week's show.